Okay, hold on. You're telling me there's a reason for all of this? You mean I'm not just a human? Here to just get by in this life? No, you're a light. And that's why you're here, right now, listening to us, the Seven Stars. Where each week, we bring you the energy of now, helping you understand yourself from the inside out, and providing you the tools and the relief to live this life free. Here is where the truth begins. It's a really good day to record a podcast as it is the 25th of January Mm -hmm. and there has been a lot of buildup to, you know, let's get to this moment in time. So whatever you've experienced in this experience month of January, um, there is language to give to that and we're going to start now. Mm -hmm. So this 2024 energy literally is, let's start with the stuck duck, Mm -hmm. learning how to glide as the bird. Mm -hmm. That stuck duck energy has hit everybody in some capacity this month, right Mm -hmm. off the hop to see where you're solid and where you're still rocky. Yes. Okay. It is also that energy of, from the 2024 energy report where it said that root that you couldn't pick until now is being picked okay Mm -hmm. the bird that had its wings clipped Mm -hmm. this whole entire last four years you now get to unclip your wings and see the things that you might have missed the things that you couldn't see because of the energy and the space that you're in so it might seem like this month that you're revisiting and seeing things that already have you know, happened or thoughts, Mm -hmm. things are, or you've already worked through, already worked through. That's Mm -hmm. because, you know, you had the breakup of 1.0 version Mm -hmm. than you, and you're learning how to become this 2.0 version of you. Mm -hmm. But while you do that, it's almost like there's spaces and places within you that you now can look at to basically like remove and move forward. Yes. Well, and to add into that, so the stuck duck is 1.0 and then the bird that's flying in the sky, soaring and gliding is 2.0. So you have to ask yourself the questions of like, where in these last 25 days has the stuck duck tried to basically like throw shit and muck at you when you were gliding in the sky and you were figuring out what it feels like how to fly. What was trying to sabotage you getting up into the sky versus where were you telling yourself that maybe you're soaring and you're gliding when in actuality you might just be stuck. And that's the space that you have to move through you know what I mean yes and with the stuck duck energy a lot of fear has been hitting Mm -hmm. so if you look at it there's this like um dominion for the mind meaning that this energy wants to control your mind and get you to go from thinking get you to literally um discredit any work that you've done anything you've done in this life this can't be true for you live in fear Mm -hmm. sit in fear rabbit hole in fear Mm -hmm. you know doubt yourself don't listen to yourself and for god's sakes do not understand yourself do Mm -hmm. not understand how you feel Mm -hmm. to be able to apply to the feeling Mm -hmm. so the biggest thing right off the hop that i have noticed in in mentoring that fucks people instantly is they will feel a certain way to mm-hmm. do something and then they don't do it. Mm-hmm. So that then goes into thinking mm-hmm. and causes this explosion of like almost being gassed, you know, it yes. looks like that. 
So Mm -hmm. that has been this whole ebb and flow energy all this month that you then um, got the information of the two triangles Velcroing on top of each other. Yes. Well, what's coming to me right now is the reason why the fear and the doubt comes on is because there's something that we haven't listened to inside of ourselves. So something will drop into you that's like, go for a walk. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, you come in with logic as to why you shouldn't go for the walk or why the walk isn't going to make you feel better. And then you don't listen to that. And then you live throughout the rest of your day. And all of a sudden narrations are starting Mm -hmm. to fucking hit you. Oh my God. Well, you know, I'm going to be broke by the end of the week. Cue the old narrations of what 1.0 used to say to you. Well, I'm a piece of shit because I don't do anything with my day X, Y, Z, because you didn't listen to that first initial thing that dropped in and then cue the victim abuser rescue you abuse yourself for not listening and that's where the velcro then comes in because it's all from not listening to ourselves Mm -hmm. we're in this brand new energy where all of a sudden you have to listen to yourself to create your reality whereas before you could think you could process you could take some time Mm -hmm. to do it and then create your reality Mm -hmm. so the imagery that i got last night in a session it's just so phenomenal is if you look at yourself as a son Mm -hmm. okay we are now literally learning how to live from being the sun Mm -hmm. so as the sun you literally are moving things into your atmosphere, Mm -hmm. moving the things into your sun system. Mm -hmm. Whereas before in our old life, we would look out and be like, okay, you see that house, you see that, that vacation, Mm -hmm. you see whatever it is that you want to live your dream life. And you would take like a rope and then Mm -hmm. you would like literally cling and pull Mm -hmm. and whatever to pull yourself to that object and you would do that thing. Yes. You would do whatever it took to get yourself there. Even though within your atmosphere, you're getting hit with fucking meteors. You're getting rope burn on your fucking hands. It's hard. Oh my God. When now we're adjusting into allowing things to, you know, orbit around us, come to us with ease and no attachment. Yes. And in order to allow those things to come with ease, you have to understand yourself to Mm -hmm. listen to yourself and you have to sustain and hold that state of being Mm -hmm. for things to create Mm -hmm. from within versus you taking that hook and trying to pull yourself Mm -hmm. to it. Skylar? Yeah, you can't force things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can't. (laughs) You can't at all. <laughs> yeah, Skylar's just sitting here very like stoic. Wheel spinning. It, it's it's hard to read him sometimes, yes, you yes, know. It's like he leaned what do you for, have he to leaned share? forward like he had something to share <laughs> and now he's just like you can't force things and I'm like, Okay, that's not what I was expecting to come out of your mouth, but sure, here we are. So Well you can't force things where before like when you talk about throwing the rope out and getting the work the rope burn on your hands Mm -hmm. essentially you're trying to force things you're throwing it out there and you're pulling Mm -hmm. you're ignoring all of the distractions you're ignoring all of the pain all of the difficulties that come around whatever it is you're chasing Mm -hmm. because you want that one thing so bad because if we get that one thing so badly that we desperately need then we'll be happy. Mm-hmm. And we become one track minded. And I'm sorry, I'm going to interrupt you because when we went for a walk the other day, we were talking about how Ren gets so fixated on, say, like cats. 
he got fixated on a cat and then right away it was like he was one track minded and laser focused on what was in front of him that he lost track of everything happening around him because then we looked on top of a fence and there was a cat that he didn't even see because he was only looking specifically where his eyes wanted to go which was straight ahead one track minded yeah and i feel like we can speak to that and and i want skylar to talk about what we kind of talked about at the beach yesterday which is dream life versus dream job and that's why this experience energy of january is setting us off for this beautiful creation year of like how do you want to live your life how do you want to embody this new world how do you want to be one of those you know leaders in yourself mm-hmm. as what it means to live truly from the inside out with integrity, personal accountability and responsibility. And if I use um, us as an example, you know, we, there was a lot of like things circling this month just for like our home, like our housing, like where we want to live and how that looks. And, you know, finally, um, we could feel like, um, you know, an energy with the house that we're in. And, all of a sudden it dawned on me and Skylar where we're like, we chose this winter home for everybody else. Mm -hmm. We made this decision to help everybody else, to give them the ease to do all the things. And we did not make a choice for ourselves. Mm -hmm. That then has allowed us to have this experience of this place that we're in for the next few months um, to come to the awareness within ourselves that like, this isn't what we want this isn't how we want to live. There is a better simplicity and peace and ease inside of us. Mm-hmm. And this example is so fucking good as to the one track mind that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And I wrote this beautiful download that we're also going to share, whether it be on this podcast or its own, about how we are writing the new pages of our book now. Mm-hmm. But in order to write those pages, we had to walk all the things that we did. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we would continue to chase and seek the same pages over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. So if you use the example of the house, me and Skylar had to realize that we constantly, historically speaking, have made a lot of choices to help other people mm-hmm. and make other people's lives seamless Mm -hmm. and that's not a bad thing that's inherently who we are but a byproduct of that we we're not asking ourselves what type of house you want yeah what type of house do we want Mm -hmm. and then a byproduct sure like so and so can come stay or live or whatever however Mm -hmm. it unfolds that was the same journey that we've walked you know, the last four years with quote unquote purpose. Mm -hmm. Purpose was meant and catalytic for people to see how much they chase things externally Mm -hmm. so that they can then um, have that Mm -hmm. versus still having purpose, but Mm -hmm. it comes from within Mm -hmm. and allowing that state of being to come as like that five pointed star where you're, you're, yeah, you have a purpose, And then you have, you know, maybe you do art, maybe you do this, maybe you do that. You're not just this like one dimensional being. Mm -hmm. Purpose is when the being actually heals and chooses themselves inside of them. And then they become that walking embodiment Mm -hmm. and that proof, which I have been saying for years and years and years. But I Mm -hmm. feel like now that people have their 1.0 and 2.0 separated out, they can see in their journeys why they had to have that quote unquote external 
pull that one track mind to reach a purpose Mm -hmm. because they had to have somebody else believe in them. Mm -hmm. They had to have something else to believe in so that they could actually believe in themselves and then embody that from the inside out. Mm -hmm. It's so easy to duplicate this, Mm -hmm. but you will not be able to sustain it. Mm -hmm. You can duplicate this being like, oh yeah, now I'm in purpose. Now I'm doing this. Now I'm doing whatever. Mm -hmm. But to sustain it and hold that ease is you understanding yourself from the inside out Mm -hmm. and really being that creator and that like old language of that like manifester manifestation like mm-hmm. you know guru of sorts you know that just well, the creator of your life yeah. it comes down to how how do you want to live your life how can you create your life yeah and what does it take to create your life and with all of this being said it's like the question that comes to me is what experiences have you had this month that you can just sit and reflect on what was 1.0 trying to sabotage you exactly. with? What was 2.0 teaching you to move through and out of that energy? Mm-hmm. Where were you maybe the stuck duck? Where were you gliding with your wings? And allow yourself to just, you know, try to be as neutral as possible because it's all a great experience for you to, to learn, to yeah. feel, to see the truth of yourself. Well, a star points in five different directions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it always remains true to itself. Mm-hmm. So in your journey, where have you been focusing in only one direction? Yeah. Where have you been focusing and letting, allowing other things to, to fall away or fade away and causing difficulties? Mm-hmm. You're not being pulled in five different directions. You're guiding yourself in, in a few different directions. Yeah. And if you're being pulled, why are you being pulled in that direction? Mm-hmm. Are you fighting it? Are you going along with it? Like, what is the intentions? Where is the, the awareness surrounding all of those things? Mm-hmm. Because you can still do a lot, of, a lot of different things. Yes, you can have purpose. Yes, you can have a life and you can live however you want to live. And it all is unique to you. Mm-hmm. Because you are the light, you are the star, mm-hmm. and you can have many branches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you the biggest thing is is understanding that from the inside out. Because mm-hmm. if you don't, it's that duplication energy I'm talking about mm-hmm. where you create all of this by looking at it externally, taking that rope, pulling yourself towards it versus just being it. Well, and the words that are coming to me is... You look outward and you say, well, this worked for them, so I'm going to try it for myself. And then you duplicate what somebody else has done for themselves in hopes that it'll also work out for you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And there's two categories too. It's like, are you choosing to live from fear and feed that fear? Or are you choosing to debunk the fear and move past it? Mm -hmm. And here's the thing, like if you use someone like me as a mentor. Well, let's just use like a okay. real easy, easy example. Yeah, I think pretty ahead. much everyone has noticed and can pay attention to Hollywood. What is Hollywood churning out for movies? Every single movie that has already been made before is being remade. Mm-hmm. Why are they doing that? Because it's fucking easy. And profitable. It's profitable. Mm -hmm. There's no risk in doing something that's already made money once. So we could probably make money the second time around. Mm -hmm. Why don't they create anything new? Because it's risky. Because it's scary. Mm -hmm. And And it's all about motive. And if Mm -hmm. it fails, which Mm -hmm. is what capitalism runs off of, if it fails, 
then we've lost money. Mm-hmm. We don't want to lose money. So everyone keeps doing safe choices mm-hmm. rather than taking the big risks. In fear of losing something, in fear of, again, failing or what yes, have you. Yes, and that was a video that I put out on Instagram. You know, I said, what will literally make you feel like fucking shit? Fear. Mm-hmm. Because you're so scared of losing something outside of you. You're so scared of not becoming what's inside of you. Mm-hmm. You're just constantly living in fucking fear. Yeah. And that is literally, I would, I literally, when I was recording that video, it was also coming to me. You want to talk about what an epidemic is right now? It's fucking fear. Mm -hmm. Like you thought that during COVID days and stuff, fear was heightened. It is fucking, and I'm not even in the mainstream. I don't even know what's going on in the world. I just live from the energy and the Mm -hmm. feeling of it. It is fucking like 10,000 times stronger than what Mm -hmm. it was during COVID days. And that has built up now. If you look at it, you know, COVID was four years ago. Now, here we are four years later. This podcast exists during COVID times. People have been literally building and building and building and building inside of them this Mm -hmm. fear. Okay. It's building so much. And now that fear has been building and building and it is literally an energy system. Again, Mm -hmm. what I talked about in one of my videos, which I'm just going to talk about right now. So Skylar and Becca can maybe break it down for everybody is we are now at this experience of, if you use the imagery, we are a planet system. We are a planet. Okay. There is a black tornado and we can call that the fear tornado. There is a yellow tornado and it is the sun, okay? What is happening simultaneously this month and for the rest of the year that you are creating and understanding is the black tornado is hitting your atmosphere and hitting your planet system. If you don't recognize that, if you don't understand that, it quote unquote integrates into your planet and you have a whole black tornado swirling in your planet and it becomes you. And And by June, May, June, I'm hearing that consumption level on density level is going to be so high. Mm -hmm. Now on the opposite side of that come March, April, the sun tornado is moving into your planet. So when I talked about the things that you haven't been able to see before, the things that you're now dealing with, imagine it as debris, you know, leaving your planet that has been kind of sitting on your planet and you guys are throwing it out into fucking space. You're like, I'm done with this. I didn't see this. You're, you're, you're literally prepping your planet mm-hmm. for the sun to move in and integrate. Mm -hmm. Okay. So a lot of us are feeling, you know, the old language of upgrades, Mm -hmm. things happening for us. We're seeing it because energetically this sun is trying to fully move in and integrate. Mm -hmm. So while that's happening, the fear tornado is also hitting us and we're like, what the fuck is happening? That's where you're learning how to feel and be solid in the middle because no matter what, this fear tornado is always going to exist to some capacity in your life. But what are you going to do about it? Mm -hmm. Because right off the hop here, it's showing you, are you a victim to it? Are you getting consumed with it? Are you lying to yourself about it? Are you living in fear, but saying that you're in trust Mm -hmm. because you can't live in fear and still have trust. Mm -hmm. Trust is the yellow energy system. Mm -hmm. 
So that is what's happening. And when I say that you're learning how to be your star and be the creator of your life, you have to understand how to pull your sun Mm -hmm. into your planet and keep it there. Mm -hmm. Take that in and Mm -hmm. keep it there. Mm -hmm. So you can pull that sun and live, you know, with your sunny days. But if you look at it in a calendar month, how many days out of the month are you holding your sun? Does it come your state of being? Or the second that tornado comes in, do you let it? And fucking that takes over. That's mm. the work right now. Because you cannot create from the black tornado. Mm-hmm. The black tornado is where you survive. Mm-hmm. Is where you put out the lasso to whatever mm-hmm. it is that you want. And you fucking walk towards it. Mm-hmm. It's law of attraction, not creation. Mm-hmm. Take that in. Mm -hmm. There's a difference between law of attraction Mm -hmm. and creation. Mm -hmm. That is what we're experiencing. Mm -hmm. And so many people are clicking with this and being like, holy shit. Okay. I can't deny it. Mm -hmm. I can't can't deny it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the last thing I want to add about that is... That is why so many people, and and me and Becca have been talking about this a lot, you know, we've been seeing on TikTok or whatever, so much depression, so Mm -hmm. much, I just want to off myself, da, da, da. And then the comments into the thousands of everybody feeling this black Mm -hmm. tornado, Mm -hmm. not understanding it and literally disconnecting from themselves, Mm -hmm. trying to cope, trying to entertain, you know, whatever they can do. We we talked about the other day, like Mm -hmm. people are fucking more in love with Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey's relationship than their own life. Mm -hmm. Because they need that to try and cope and sustain from this fear tornado that's hitting their planet. And this is all an internal feeling. Mm -hmm. Well, we become the best prisoners to ourself when we're in fear. Mm -hmm. So if we believe the stories of fear, then we become frozen. And then we, we don't even really know how to differentiate what's true and what's not because it's so crippling Mm -hmm. in a sense and I just go back to you know if you get that feeling inside of you that tells you again to do that fucking walk you have to listen to yourself as uncomfortable as it is because that will set you free and that shows you the example and then that gets you into the creation of your life because you'll either have the experience that it didn't help or it did but at least you had the experience well i feel like all three of us could speak to this this month because we've had various Mm -hmm. examples of this you know like I've watched Skylar like not go to kickboxing and then go to kickboxing and he felt so different. You're mm-hmm. volunteering at a horse farm, uh, me and my art, mm-hmm. you know, me and the information of this world, you know, for so long, there was so much hitting us that we weren't able to get the information out fast enough, mm-hmm. you know, podcasts out fast enough. And now we're realizing like if we don't listen and we don't put this out, we're literally cue fear, cue stories, clogging ourselves. Keep clogging ourselves. Mm-hmm. We can't keep ourselves in that sun state Mm -hmm. so everybody is learning this about themselves and Mm -hmm. i got amazing imagery um to help some people with this and 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 i'm just going to share it because i feel like it really will resonate for so many people is if you look at a marker okay and a marker runs optimally when you know it's used and the ink is there now if a marker starts to fucking overflow Mm -hmm. you know or you get those pens how many times Mm -hmm. have you gone to write a pen and then they fucking explode and you're like well fuck 
that's us when we don't fucking literally release what our light is trying to show us too. Mm-hmm. And for majority of everybody, this comes from listening from, it, it comes from a creative pursuit and an mm-hmm. and, and, and energetic pursuit that is, is comes around joy. Mm-hmm. So for many people that could be sweating, that could be working out again, that could be, you know, whatever, if it's drawing, if it's painting, mm-hmm. you know, cooking, like whatever that is to you, do it because mm-hmm. you'll notice how it sustains your marker, which mm-hmm. is you. Mm-hmm. Because we spent our whole entire lives literally with a dried up fucking marker mm-hmm. and literally only using a small percentage of our life to use the marker when we had those pockets to be able to do them or mm-hmm. whatever. And also look at what the marker was in 1.0. It was literally a have to, need to, should. It was a motive based thing. Mm-hmm. We worked out to fucking benefit ourselves. You know, mm-hmm. we, we created objects to fucking make money. Mm-hmm. Well, the marker is a very interesting thing because if you overflow a marker and you overfill it, it makes a mess everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. You're doing it too much for the wrong intention. Yeah. Right? You're overfilling the marker too much. But if you don't put the cap on the marker, it dries out and then mm-hmm. it doesn't work. That's the balance of everything. Mm-hmm. So make sure you are doing whatever fills you up. Enough and, to yeah. just to just fill you up. Yeah. Not enough where you're distracted and you're overflowing the marker. Mm-hmm. But make sure that when you're not using the marker, you're but putting it, the lid on mm-hmm. and you're taking care of it. It's not the the arrogance of I'm a light energetic being and mm-hmm. I don't have to do anything mm-hmm. and I can just trust in everything coming towards me. Mm-hmm. And it's not I'm so deathly scared and frozen that I can do nothing. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of middle ground, once again, right there in the middle that we need to navigate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what you're talking about, Skylar, I love so much because when that marker kind of goes to, let's just say, the tipping of the scales, however that is for you, notice how you're doing it now for a motive. Mm -hmm. You know, like working out is just coming to me because a lot of us are coming back into movement, Mm -hmm. okay, where for... For so long, we re- movement got removed for a lot of mm-hmm. people because we needed to carry so much in these last few years. Now, Skylar's a really good example of that. He was a marker that literally went and worked out, you know, five hours a day, <laughs> literally to cope. Mm-hmm. And then underneath that was his passion, his true markerness. Mm-hmm. But he literally took it to the extreme. There was a motive there. Oh, I want to be in shape. Mm-hmm. Oh, I want to be in control. Oh, whatever the case may be. So his body has now changed and whatever. For him to go back and be like, you know what? Actually, I feel good at kickboxing. I feel mm-hmm. unreal. But the motive mm-hmm. is is no longer there. Mm-hmm. That's a big thing with like creative pursuits as well. A lot of that in my mentoring, you know, it's like if you're doing the art, you're doing it for you because it literally brings you joy and helps your marker. Mm -hmm. And then a byproduct of it, if it provides for you and people want to have an energy exchange and buy your stuff, cool. Mm -hmm. But when you're doing it for motive, you are going to feel it over and over and over again this year. Mm -hmm. And there's going to be a pressure. Mm -hmm. There's going to be a solid pressure when you try to do that and it's going to feel jarring and you're going to feel spinny and you're going to go into thinking and all of a sudden you're on Instagram looking at all the other artists or all the other fitness people or all the other knitters and trying to do what they're doing again that's when you're living from the old life versus understanding yourself how to create from the new yes well let's even take away the monetary value of doing your passions for money if you're doing your passions because you desperately need to feel better and this needs to make you feel better. Yeah. 
Generally, what's going to happen? You're going to hate whatever the fuck <laughs> yeah, you've done. That too. <laughs> you're going to fucking rip it all apart. <laughs> yeah. You're going to try and force things, and it's going to be a miserable experience yeah. because yeah. you're doing it with the wrong intention. You're no longer enjoying it, mm-hmm. or maybe you're doing it because you're trying to distract yourself from whatever it is you're avoiding, mm-hmm. hoping that your passion will sustain you. sustain you to make mm-hmm. you feel better. Mm-hmm. And that's a good awareness of of, of oneself. What, yes, really, mm-hmm. and that again. What is the basis of all of that? It's the fear and the doubt. Oh God, well, if I don't do my passion today, I'm going to be fucked. Oh, I doubt that if I fucking do my painting today, it'll make me feel better. And then there's, again, this pressure. It literally feels feels like a backpack that weighs 100 pounds and you're mugging it around. Foggy, foggy, And it's like, fuck, well, you know, I'm going to sit in front of my canvas and I'm just going to try to fucking you know paint a masterpiece and then it comes from thinking yeah and then it all comes from thinking comes from force because now it's like you haven't given yourself the the time or a moment to really feel the why Mm -hmm. why are you sitting in front of your canvas I feel like shit. Okay, great. Because you feel like shit, do you really think that you're going to create (laughs) something? Exactly. Take that in. Are you going to create from that space? Mm -hmm. No, Mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. And let's just let's just pivot with that. Mm -hmm. Yesterday at the um at the beach, Skylar had said to me, There's a difference between your dream job and your dream life. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when you look at what energy we're in now and where we're moving forward and how we've never been in this space to consciously create, let me just talk about it is right now it can seem fucking weird because you're so used to living the opposite way where you have to have, you know, let's use a vacation. For example, you know, you're going to go on vacation. So you plan it, you pay for it. You literally are like working towards walking towards that vacation Mm -hmm. to become it nobody knows how to operate differently Mm -hmm. because they're so used to having to like hustle and crawl and everything to be hard Mm -hmm. you know the way okay if you understand yourself and you listen and you're clear it's like my old imagery of like the bingo balls pop into your head Mm -hmm. and they will tell you you will guide yourself you will show yourself and then the how unfolds Mm -hmm. so if if we use someone like me as an example who's now painting who is doing art if i was somebody who um all of a sudden was like, oh my God, I really want these to be in galleries. I really want people to experience my art, all that stuff. I could sit here and all of a sudden go into thinking about how I'm going to do that Mm -hmm. versus just listening to myself and creating the pieces and getting better and better and better. Mm -hmm. I have an Instagram account where I'm now posting just for me to maintain my marker. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, six months, a year down the road, it one person, two people, whatever, somebody finds that and it starts building, it starts becoming something. Mm -hmm. The world can't compute that that's how things are unfolding now because that seems crazy to them Mm -hmm. because you should be paying you should be advertising you should be selling Mm -hmm. you should be doing all this stuff Mm -hmm. no it's me starting now right now listening to myself Mm -hmm. understanding my marker and doing things because it feels joy that passion is Mm -hmm. fueling my life my purpose of listening to myself yes and take this in so let's go back to the the working and then the living people um they plan out how they are going to live outside of working. Mm -hmm. So 
let's just use like a ratio, okay? People work 85% of the time to only live 25% of the time. Yes. And that's sad. Mm -hmm. It's really fucking sad, but that's all we know. Mm -hmm. So we literally, we work 85% of the time to live only at a capacity of 25%. So we'll work and horse even ourselves. And 25%, Becca, you're not living because they have the narrations. They're fucking coping. Well, exactly. they're, they're going balls to the wall. I mean, we see it in Greece in the summer. Yes, yeah. but we work horse ourselves mm -hmm. to only have, say, 14 days out of 365 where we can, for a second, maybe, feel what a true life could be like. Mm -hmm of freedom, of ease, of creativity, of creating, of, you know, maybe sleeping in until 10 a.m. and then not eating until one o'clock because mm -hmm. that's what you just feel like doing. Nobody knows how to operate that way because we've been so programmed, programmed mm -hmm. to think that it's Monday to Friday, nine to five, and that's it. But even within that, and I feel like this is where we're segueing with the, you know, work and life is... You can do literally whatever you feel like doing. You just have to remove yourself from the boxes in which you've been yeah, programmed and nine, to and believe. nine to five, Monday to Friday is not fucking bad if you're fucking living your dream life. So mm -hmm. I'm going to hand the mic over to Skylar about that because mm -hmm. he has a really good explanation about the flip with that because he really was, we, we really kind of started touching on this yesterday. Um, and this is very much what we're doing and what mm -hmm. we're helping you do because you know, even just talking to a lot of people throughout the years that we've mentored, I've been hearing these quote unquote stories for the last, this whole month. If I wouldn't have done this work, I wouldn't be where I am right now. You know, my auntie's here right now has been for three months and she's like, we would have never gotten here if I wouldn't have done the work mm -hmm. because it is so easy to stay stuck in your fucking bullshit and not understand yourself and not remove yourself to even see the possibility mm -hmm. of the dream life. Well, to do the same old thing. Yeah, to see the dream life. Mm -hmm. So Skylar, break it down for everybody. Dream life versus dream job. <laughs> Well, first off, who's working nine to five anymore? Uh, did you guys forget about the commute to work, the commute home from work? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, plus, you know, your boss is just going to ask you, you know, this is going to take a little bit longer. Could you stay a little bit longer? Mm -hmm. You're not working nine to five anymore. Mm -hmm. We talked about the five points of the star and you're putting all your efforts into one thing. Like it's not nine to five. You're working at home. You're working on weekends. You're, you're stressed. St you're yeah. stressed. You're just doing this to get by because if I keep my head down long enough, I'm going to get there. Mm -hmm. I'll have that vacation. I'll have that dream job. And we're missing everything else that is going on around us. Mm -hmm. The only thing that is really finite in this world is our time. We don't even know when that expires. See, the only thing that we know for certain is we have a limited amount of time to be on this earth. And we're giving it all to one thing. Mm -hmm. But that always starts off in like high school. What's the first question people ask you when you're 15, 16 years old? What do you, what you, what do you do? want to do when you grow up? Yeah. What do you want to do when you grow up? You're trying to decide at 15, 16 years old and it's already been putting into your head. What do you want to do when you grow up? Most of the time, they're trying to get you into a profession. Mm -hmm. And if you were to say like, oh, I want to be a musician or I want to be an artist. It's like, well, you can't really make a living doing that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. We know all that's perfect. Wonderful. So I guess I won't do that. I guess I'm going to go fucking get a job that I don't really like to do and then go through that. Mm -hmm. I grew up in a small town. I feel like I had two choices for a profession. I could have been a farmer or I could have been a heavy duty mechanic. 
Did you know that there's more professions than those two things? I did not. <laughs> I did not. Like, did you know, for instance, while we're talking about this, there's more than basketball, baseball, and hockey. You could also go rock climbing. You could also go canoeing, kayaking, all those things. There's way more options than what we're actually initially given. Yeah. Right? But we're talking about work-life versus thing. But anyways, at 16 years old, you're expected to pick a, your job. Mm-hmm. And pursue that. And then what's the thing say? Well, you know, when I was your age, we had to work hard in order to, you know, buy a house, mm-hmm. have a holiday, all Put those things. The table. So then we are working not nine to five. We're working seven to seven, Saturday through Sunday, which is seven days a week mm-hmm. to get by. And we're missing out on actually living mm-hmm. because one day we're going to get to the point where we don't have to work anymore. The problem is, is we are creatures of habits. And if you spend years just working, how hard is it, how hard is it to break that habit? Because that work becomes your life. That work becomes your life because that's mm-hmm. all you know how to do now. Mm-hmm. I don't have any well, fucking... You're not creating. I don't have any holidays or hobbies. I don't have any creative pursuits because all I know how to do is go to work. Mm-hmm. That's what we're flipping here. Mm-hmm. Now, what is your dream life? Mm-hmm. What do you want to do day to day? How do you want to live? live? Who do you want to live around? Mm-hmm. In density, you have to have some sort of job. We all get it. Mm-hmm. You have to pay bills. You have to buy food. The world runs on currency and money. Fantastic. But how do you want to live? Do you want to be able to go to the beach? Mm-hmm. During the day. During the day. Mm-hmm. Or after work. Or even after work. Mm-hmm. Find some place near a beach. And then go to that beach and enjoy that if that's something that you enjoy. Without narrations. Without, without, without narrations. Yes. Or get yourself a job that allows you to go to the beach to do mm-hmm. those things that you want to do because you have a finite amount of time here on this earth exactly. to do these things. Yes. So why are we wasting it chasing all these pursuits that don't matter? And also something to consider too is like, what do you enjoy doing? Do you enjoy drinking coffee? Go find a space where you can learn how to be a coffee connoisseur. Mm-hmm. And then whatever provides for you, you get to learn about that and you get to have experiences. And I think a lot of the work pressure comes from we have to put ourselves in a box and we have to become something. Mm-hmm. We have to become the nurse, the doctor, a sense the, of belonging. the mm-hmm. scientist or whatever the fuck it is. But even, even beside all that, this is a perfect example. And I'm glad Becca brought it up. Hey, if you like coffee, go learn about coffee and become a coffee connoisseur and make money that way. But fuck why? That's a job then. What if I just want to just, I just enjoy coffee and I want to sample different coffees all the time. I don't want to work at a coffee shop. I have no desire to make people's coffees. I just enjoy drinking coffee. Well, there's both. Yes. Exactly. Right. So realize that there is that difference. Just because you like drinking coffee doesn't mean you necessarily want to work in a coffee shop. Maybe you just need like drinking different types of coffee and enjoying the experience that coffee provides for you. Mm-hmm. But maybe you're still a banker or maybe you're still a baker. Just because you enjoy coffee doesn't mean you have to become a barista. Well, but what I'm saying is people can take that joy and then have that be the way that they provide for themselves. Yeah, that because helps if, them build their dream life. Exactly. Definitely, because, definitely can. because sitting sitting in a bank, that's your Monday to Friday, nine to five, wanting being in this blank space, not having any joy, and they're dreaming about, oh, when can I have my next coffee? And it's like, well, get yourself out of the banker box and see how 
how then if, you can create the coffee, have the experience in the coffee shops. What if it's like buying cool little coffee makers? Scientific <laughs> okay, well, little yes, things. But yeah. Cool. Yes, Skylar. You, and you can do that and, and, and create that creativity and make coffee and make TikToks and whatever. But the example that's coming to me because I mean, I have lived my whole entire life unknown to me to to literally be the leader um, of, of, of this in such a way that I didn't even realize I was doing. But what's coming to me is I worked in corporate in my 20s. Okay, I was this example that you guys are talking about. I did not care about luxury hotels and fucking restaurants. Mm-hmm. I literally told myself I had to do it because I was 21 and it was an unreal job and all the things. But what I really fucking loved was fashion. I was mm-hmm. running marathons at that time. Mm-hmm. So what did I do? I went and got a part-time job working at Lululemon while mm-hmm. I trained on my lunch hour for my running. And I fucking was a marketing manager during the day mm-hmm. for hotels and restaurants I found my joy Mm -hmm. to create my dream life because the the job the marketing job was paying my quote-unquote rent and my Mm -hmm. bills Mm -hmm. but then I the other stuff was just so exciting Mm -hmm. and I was full of life and it complemented the life that I was trying to build at that time Mm -hmm. which was I want to be around people like me Mm -hmm. so my entire life I kept saying that to everybody my Mm -hmm. whole 20s into my 30s I just want to be around people like me I just want to be around people like me Mm -hmm. and people would say to me what the fuck does that mean Mm -hmm. you know my family used to get so offended like you think you're so arrogant da 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 we're not good enough like what the fuck does that mean what that means is I was trying to be a creator of my life back then Mm -hmm. I wanted to be around people who filled me up who made who literally lived like me it was Mm -hmm. my favorite line look around at people see how they live do they inspire you does Mm -hmm. their life inspire you Mm -hmm. because if it doesn't then move change Mm -hmm. do the things to be around people like you so your two conversations here are correct Mm -hmm. but what we're trying to show you is it now comes down to find what your dream life is start Mm -hmm. there how the fuck do you want to live and then you're going to notice what's stopping you you're going to feel the fear you're going to see your wounds you're going to see the narrations and it's going to come down to like the smallest thing somebody last night was talking to me about getting a tattoo and how that box has held them back how they want to dye their hair that box has held them back that's where we got to start. Mm-hmm. And then the energetic side of you is going to support you and help mm-hmm. heal you and change your life so that you can get to your dream life. Mm-hmm. But where we get fucked previously from what both of you are saying is we focused on the dream job mm-hmm. slash purpose mm-hmm. without any idea of how we want it to live our dream life. Yeah. Our dream life creates our dream job slash purpose. Yeah. You have to decide what it is that you want to do to live. And here's, here's the thing. You're not a fucking tree. Mm-hmm. Things change because you might all of a sudden, you know, say, I want to ha- live in this house. And then you go live in that house and you're like, like what, what we're just talking about and decide like, this isn't fucking it. I actually want something smaller and simpler and more farmhouse and more mm-hmm. this. But you only discover that when you understand yourself, because mm-hmm. otherwise it's just a shit show of these two triangle energies that mm-hmm. will stop you all year long and for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And like Skylar says, then you wake up at 60, 70 and you're like, I didn't live. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't be afraid of the storm. 
Yeah. Is the biggest thing. Because let's say you move into that house and it's not the right not the right house. Mm-hmm. It's okay to move the fuck back out. Yeah. It's okay to change mm-hmm. your mind and change your decisions. It's okay to be like, you know what? I feel like, it, I mean. This wasn't it, what I expected. It's not this what I expected. what I initially so, felt. So, yeah. so I, I learned something in here. Great experience. I'm moving on. Never in human history has it been so easy yeah. to start over. Oh, God. Never in human history has it been so easy to go wherever the fuck you want to go. Mm-hmm. And guess what? And still keep in touch with your family if that's what you wish to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There is literally no reason holding you back anymore. But yourself. But yeah. yourself. And the you are choosing. You. <laughs> you are choosing to stay exactly right where you are. Yeah. Because if you wanted to be someplace else, you could choose that. Mm-hmm. Because the only thing standing in your way, because we have planes, we have trains, and we have automobiles. We can get anywhere. <laughs> and cell phones now. And we have cell phones. Yeah. And we have the internet. You can be anywhere. The only thing legitimately holding you back. Is the story you tell yourself. Is the story you tell yourself. Yeah. And it's my dad's favorite line, shall we all say it? If it burns in you bad enough, you'll, you'll find, find a way. way. But you will not understand that way or find that way if you are not doing the work to understand what the fuck is holding you back. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. the energy that we started this podcast with is literally at war with the exact thing that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. It does not want you to create. Mm-hmm. It does not want you to be the leader, the teacher, the mentor, and the healer of this new world. It doesn't. So literally, it it is a fucking war mm-hmm. on humanity right now because that energy moves into your planet as that tornado and literally takes over your mind because then you don't create. Well, because the more people it can shoot down... Mm-hmm. That matter, yes. the better. Well, it's it's the war of the mind. Yeah. And I literally just had a conversation with somebody about this. I think it was yesterday. And I laughed so incredibly hard. I said to her, I said, here's the thing. We know the old ways in which we operated. We know it was hard. We know we were oh, filled God, with yeah. narrations. Yeah. We know how fucking scared we were. Aren't you sick and fucking tired of that? Mm-hmm. So... Here we are now being so sick and tired that we're fucking sick and tired. It's like something's got to give. I'm just going to do the uncomfortable because I don't even give a fuck to entertain the fear and the doubt <laughs> yeah. anymore. Yeah. You get to that point you where do. it's like, I'm just going to, I'm going to be awkward. I'm going to be fucking uncomfortable here. I don't care because I have nothing to lose. I have nothing to lose. I have lived in that fear. I have lived in that doubt. I have fed it. I have been it. What's the alternative? And the other side. I'm mm-hmm. tired of living for other people. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And you really, as I'm looking at Becca with like her kind of pinky hair mm-hmm. and, you know, I'm looking at her and seeing myself and just kind of, as she's speaking and I'm like, you do get to that point because I, I can see both of us when we got to that point when we just talked about it this morning about how we used to live. Um, you know, you were buying beige shirts and all this stuff, trying to fucking figure out who you were. And nothing is more depressing and sickening. And it makes me emotional to even go back in that energy when, you know, you wanted the long pointy nails, but you only did the short ones because you're so scared of what everybody else is saying. And it just fucking is depressing mm-hmm. because like, I just want to talk about this again. And I got a lot of messages about this from the last podcast about how I said, if you died tomorrow, how would you feel? Mm-hmm. And in the last like week, I have been altered by um, death again in my life. And I really want to share it for everybody um, that maybe doesn't know the journey. But 
I, um, my mentors in Ecuador, one of my mentor, um, passed away and left this body of form and the energy that came through me and the experience I had goes back to what I felt at 13 when my best friend Sean died. And I literally have had a full circle moment and I want to share it with everybody so they can understand it within themselves. When Sean died and everybody was standing out at that funeral and they're all bawling and they're crying. And that was one of my first experiences of like, you know, we could say maybe seeing dead people or understanding energy at that point. And I walked away and left everybody on the way home. It was like something I would have labeled it back then entered me. And I said, I'm going to live my best life for Sean because he never got to see it. So he can mm-hmm. live through my eyes. Mm-hmm. And he stayed in my life till in my body, mm-hmm. his energy moved into my body until I was on a bus when I was 21 in Thailand. And that was like just a fuel for me to be like, what the fuck am I doing? Mm-hmm. Wasting my life here. Mm-hmm. Now with Shri passing away last week, the same thing happened. And Becca had assisted me in my work. Mm-hmm. The triangle that I gave all of you guys as a tool entered into me to show how we can anchor that in and stabilize ourselves over top of the fear. Mm-hmm. Shri said yes and left this body of form to help all of us mm-hmm. continue on in humanity. Mm-hmm. And that is a big fucking deal. Mm-hmm. And every single person alive has that same impact. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're not going to be Shri where you leave and the energy enters all of us as a pyramid that people can't even maybe understand, but I'm sharing it anyways. But you have something to give to yourself, Mm -hmm. which is a byproduct the world needs is your medicine. Mm -hmm. You have this medicine inside of you. What the fuck are you doing about it? Because the world is waiting for that, like the word secretion, is that the word? Mm -hmm. Is that secretion of you to come out. Mm -hmm. So use my experience or somebody that you have loved and lost yourself because we always, for some fucking reason, humanity always is gonna change when someone dies. Fuck off. Mm -hmm. Live your life every single day like you are dying. Mm -hmm. Tattoo it on your arm. Mm -hmm. Put it on your fridge. Mm -hmm. If today's my last day, what choices am I going to make? What the fuck am I going to do about it? And the reason why today is such a big fucking day Mm -hmm. is... From Shri and Kier's work, it's the fucking 12 o'clock hour. And mm-hmm. we are flipping over into the 1 o'clock hour. So mm-hmm. what the hell are you doing now as we go around the clock? What choices are you making mm-hmm. to live your dream fucking life? And what work are you willing to do to do that? Well, and here's the thing that's coming to me as you're saying that is stop waiting for permission. Yeah. Stop waiting for permission. Mm-hmm. Because... The people sitting here right now that, you know, help guide you along and give you the support, nobody fucking cares. Live your life. Do the things to have the experiences to show yourself it was either a yes or it was either a no. You don't need the permission from anything outside of you to do X, Y, and Z. And that's the ownership of being the creator of your life. Because look at like the greatest fucking scientists and mathematicians and fucking whatever of the world. They had to fail probably plenty of times Mm -hmm. to finally, you know, solve the equation or find the soluble to add to the, you know, chemistry compound of whatever it was that they were creating allow yourself to have those experiences and again stop waiting for permission yeah and 
go, you have to go and live. You have to go and experience things. And then you have the support, the mentors, the whatever Mm -hmm. to understand what those experiences are showing you, Mm -hmm. how these things are stopping you, what you can do to gain that higher level of consciousness Mm -hmm. inside yourself. It's all about experience Mm -hmm. with intent Mm -hmm. or not intent. Fuck, go fuck the world. Go get drunk. Go do what you want. And then come and be like, hey, I have been literally, you know, fucking the world and drinking around. This is my experience. Okay, Mm -hmm. great. Here's what you're learning about that Mm -hmm. so that you can go and apply and change. Mm -hmm. You can see so much of yourself once you've lived. Mm -hmm. I've just got to say, I've never met anyone that wasn't important. Oh, that's nice. But isn't that true? Yeah. It's very true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel in our world, I feel that's beautiful, Skylar, because in our world, you know, a lot, um, a lot of talk in my sessions the last like couple months is it's like, wow, like I used to like idolize you, Coco, or, you know, Coco said or whatever the language was. And I was like, yeah, a lot of people needed me to believe in them so that they could believe in themselves. Mm -hmm. So they had to literally live and operate that way because Mm -hmm. they literally did not believe that they were important. Mm -hmm. And we Mm -hmm. still do see that version of everybody, but Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, and everybody has something so unique to offer. And I'm just like sitting here and like the people that, you know, we help and that we mentor, I'm like, nobody is alike in a way like there's similarities Mm -hmm. but it's like everybody is just has so much come into themselves and who they truly are and it's It's such an amazing fucking thing because like if we could do a documentary right now on the people that we mentor Mm -hmm. and help it would bring you to your knees with tears who they once were to who they are now yes Mm -hmm. and i'm just thinking about like my contrast life and you know the people i knew and it's like there's so many people I knew 15 versions of the same person. Mm-hmm. Whereas now it's, I know 15 people and they're all their own singular fucking being. And is that not why we've come to live this life to figure out who we really are outside of who we try to be? Yeah. And to live the life of who you truly are outside of the fear, doubt, hesitancy, mm-hmm. but most of all outside of, you know, the victim, Mm -hmm. the victim story, Mm -hmm. the abuser story, Mm -hmm. you know, the rescuer story. And that really, really changes your life Mm -hmm. because when you can quote unquote transcend out of that, all of the sudden it's like you have this talent, I guess is the Mm -hmm. word. We even call it, you have this gift inside of Mm -hmm. you that was so buried down in the Mm -hmm. coffin of your old life Mm -hmm. and who you were Mm -hmm. that you couldn't even fucking imagine what was possible for you because it was buried so fucking deep Mm -hmm. in what I'm what I'm sharing right now Mm -hmm. so you literally lit when you talk about why death impacts people so much Mm -hmm. because a lot of people realize that they're living in that coffin when somebody dies and then Mm -hmm. someone dies and it's like I've been taking this for granted I'm doing this they have that maybe sentiment meter of awareness within themselves that 
Like, this ain't fucking right. Mm -hmm. So let's let death fucking be on our doorstep every fucking day. Because what Skylar said earlier is that is the only fucking finite thing in this life is Mm -hmm. that you are going to leave this body of form when Mm -hmm. it's time to say yes to do so. Mm -hmm. And how are you showing up for yourself? How Mm -hmm. are you? And here's the, the wrap up to all of this. As much as you know, this fear tornado is an asshole. Let's call it that on the other side of it, the sun and who Mm -hmm. you are and what you're learning to bring in yourself is way more powerful Mm -hmm. and way easier than it's ever fucking been. This fear, this fear tornado, Mm -hmm. when you actually understand yourself and you do the work and you, and all the things it's got nothing on you. Mm -hmm. And I've been saying that for years, you know, how the light has, or the darkness if we separated darkness and light mm-hmm. just for imagery purposes, mm-hmm. the darkness has nothing on the light, mm-hmm. but now truly it doesn't, mm-hmm. but you have to do the work. Yes. Otherwise you just live in that state. It's mm-hmm. literally, and, and that's part of that um, energy right now where you're like, do, 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 waiting around, waiting for that specific moment. And what's amazing is fear, doubt, hesitancy is literally at the forefront right now. It is on center stage. So if you aren't doing the work inside of yourself to challenge it, to debunk the stories of the fear, doubt, hesitancy, and if you just feed it, that's the only reason why your victim, abuser, rescuer will come on, is if you're doing nothing about the fear, doubt, hesitancy. Mm -hmm.